friend. Welcome back to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, your Christian mindset coach, and I'm here to help you find practical ways to renew your mind using brain science and biblical truth. We are in part two of the series on renewing our minds for the new year in order to make the changes that we want. And so last episode, we talked about how effective goal setting is not just about deciding you want to change. We have to understand the root behind that change, the thought process that has been driving the previous change and what needs to be changed in order to create a different thought process to get the results that we want in the change. That was last week's episode, episode 144. So if you did not check that out, I highly encourage you to do that now, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash episode dash 144. Or if you're listening to this in one of the podcast players, just scroll on down and find that episode. But this week, we're going to talk about the meat and potatoes of actually setting the goals. How do we set a goal that is going to be effective that also capitalizes on using the right thought process behind the goal in order to be successful? So I'm going to give you an inside scoop into a goal setting workshop that I have that I offer on demand for anyone who is interested in going through it any time of the year. But of course, this time of the year, it's most popular. And this is where we take you through, or I lead you through an hour long session of creating a goal for the new year or creating some sort of change in your life. And we go through some very specific processes and steps in order to do that. And so I'm going to be sharing some of those steps today with you to give you an inside look and to encourage you that if this is something that you're interested in doing, you're like, I like this idea of looking at how I want to change in this, this unique way, then you can join us for the goal setting workshop. It's just vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal dash setting dash workshop. And you can find out more there. And like I said, it's an on-demand workshop, which means there is not a specific time that I teach it. There is not a time that you have to sign up to make sure you're there for. It is a recorded session. It has a very detailed workbook that you will follow along with me in the teaching video that goes through how we're going to do this actual process. So it's not just the video itself of me guiding you through it, but it's you're following along and completing the exercises as we do it. So it's something you can do on your time. You can do it over and over, which is what I love to do. I actually go through this process several times a year myself, and I find it's very helpful. So again, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal dash setting dash workshop, if you would like to join us. So when we set goals, we need to answer the five W's and H. So how that relates to our specific goal setting scenario is we take those questions and we relate them in this way. First, what outcomes do we want to achieve? What are the things we specifically want to have happen? Number two, why? Why is this goal so important? Why does it matter? We talked a little bit about why in episode 144, but really understanding why is this an important goal to me? Number three, how? How do we want to achieve the outcome? What is it going to look like in order to make this happen? Number four, where and when? Will the goal take place? So some defined parameters. And as you've probably heard in goal setting before, it's really important to know when it's going to happen to be able to set that in stone versus just saying, okay, someday I'm going to lose weight. Someday I'm going to try this class or whatever. It's specifically saying, I'm going to start on this day. I'm going to do this action and I'm going to do it for this long. And this is how I know I'm going to be successful. So that's having those parameters really help us understand what the ultimate goal is. And then the last question in this sequence would be who, who else will this goal affect? And this is kind of an interesting question to consider because we don't think about this typically, but it can be a great question that boosts our why, because when we understand that the goal not only affects us in accomplishing it, that it affects our relationship, it affects how we show up for our career, our job, for God even, it affects every part of us to be able to do this, then it gives us that additional motivation to be able to say, all right, this is an important goal. I need to do this. 
So what outcomes do we want to achieve? Why is this goal so important? What does it matter? How do we want to achieve the outcome? Where and when will this goal take place, creating the defined parameters? And who else will this goal affect? So those are the things that we kind of have in the back of our mind as we do this. Now, in order to do that and answer these questions, one of the best ways to do that is to get this 360 degree view of our life right now. We don't want to just blindly make these different decisions like, how do we want to achieve this? Or when will it happen? Or what do we specifically want to achieve without really understanding where we've been, where we are now and where we want to go. So that's why I, in this goal setting workshop, and when I'm ever, I'm helping clients create new goals, we talk about it from these three perspectives, looking back. So seeing what was, what happened in the past, looking around, seeing what is, what is going on right now and looking ahead, envisioning what could be, what is possible. So having those three things in place when we're creating a goal allows us to create goals that really are going to resonate and that really are appropriate for what we need. And they're done in a way that are going to be effective. So this is the three-step goal setting strategy I use when setting any sort of goals especially those related to New Year's resolutions when I'm working with clients. And this is, again, is something I do regularly as a check-in with myself to look back at what was, to look around at what is, and to look ahead at what could be. And so I want to break those down specifically to what these can look like in terms of goal setting and how we go through them in the workshop. Obviously, we can't go into the full detail of the workshop because it's the workshop itself and that would take you know, much longer than we have here today. But I'm going to give you kind of a, a 30,000 foot view of what we cover and how going through and creating a goal strategy from those perspectives, these three perspectives, gives us so much more effectiveness and accomplishment in being able to, to make the changes that we want. So as you can imagine, they're all founded in a mindset kind of perspective since I am a mindset coach. So we start first with step one, looking back. We look at what was. And this is obviously seeing things like what worked, what didn't work, but it also, and this is very important, it also celebrates the victories that were in the past. It also celebrates what God did. How did God show up? What were the good things that have happened? And it is an honest, compassionate look at all of it. So it doesn't look at the things that worked out and the ways that we didn't want them to work out. It doesn't look at them from a, of a standpoint of blame or shame or regret even, it just looks at them honestly and with compassion and with humanness, of that compassionate love that God has for us and saying, I understand that you're not perfect. I'm not calling you to be perfect. I'm just calling you to sit with me as we walk through these things and let me help you go where you want to go. So it's noticing what's there. It's just saying, okay, sure, there's some room for growth here and doing it in an honest, loving way, and deciding what, what do I want to take forward? What do I want to learn from the victories that I had? What do I want to learn from what didn't work? How, what kind of a person did I have to show up as in order to have that victory? What kind of a person was I when I didn't maybe necessarily have the, the victory that I wanted? So just taking an honest look at what was is huge, and it allows us to operate in a more full perspective as we move forward. The second step is to look around. So this is where we see what is, and this is where we determine what do we want to change? What is working? What isn't working? And from a very specific way, we say what depletes us and what energizes us? This is an incredibly important question. This is so much more important than just, I want to have the specific goal. Because ultimately, we are going to move towards things that are going to energize us. If And this can actually determine like what that goal looks like, how it plays out. So 
For example, um, for me, several years ago, a goal was to begin working out regularly six days a week. And I was able to accomplish that goal. You know, I had been accomplishing that goal, but what I had found was that it was depleting me, honestly. It just wasn't a joy to do it. It wasn't something that I looked forward to. It was a sludge to have to get up and to work out. And so I began to look at, all right, well, it's working, like the fact that I'm being able to tone my body the way that I want, to feel healthy, to get the endorphins that I need for my mind. All those things are happening, but it's depleting me. The way that it's happening is not working for me anymore. It worked in the beginning, but it's not working for me anymore. And I realized I needed to bring joy back to it. I needed to have joyful movement. And so I began to see that the action itself wasn't helpful. The fact that I had the habit was great, but I could switch the action itself and in order to get more energy around it. So I've switched that and it's made a massive difference in my ability to show up. And really, again, I don't want anything in my life, and I'm sure you don't either, to be when it's a habit to have to be this sludge. There are times when we're creating new habits or when we're starting something new, or even just when we're enduring some moments where we do have to push through. And that's just a fact of it, right? I mean, that's just, that's just part of it. But if it's a consistent thing in terms of how it's working, then, then that's a sign that maybe things need to change. So seeing what depletes us or energizes us, seeing what burdens we need to lay down. What are things that we're holding that are not ours to hold anymore? so, so important when we're figuring out where we want to go, because often a lot of our worry, a lot of our fear is us trying to control, especially trying to to just hold on to those things that we don't have control over. And if we can look around and see how am I doing that and what it really is my responsibility, how can I let that go? It is a huge weight off of us and allows us to really focus on what is ours to change in a situation. We just walked through a season of unemployment, my husband and I, and during that time, we were doing all that we could do. My husband was was interviewing regularly. He was good at his interview skills. He was continually learning new things. He used all of his connections. He was on LinkedIn. He was in all the doing all the right things. But the part that he had to surrender regularly was that we did not know what the company's responses would be. We had no idea when they would say yes or why they didn't say yes. We didn't have control over that. So we had to just do our part and to release the rest. And so in setting goals, it's important to notice what part of this goal is something that I can control and what part isn't. So really important when we're looking around and just understanding what's happening. And then also when we're looking around, noticing what God may want us to change. What are the character traits that I, we feel him working on and tugging at our heart? What are the, the habits that he's saying, my daughter, if you did this, this could really free you in this other area. Or if you practice this different view of life um, right now, one that God is working on me in is generosity. How can I be more generous and not just financially, but just in my time, in my ability to listen to people and my ability to love others and ability to not judge first, but to, to, to think the good thing about that person. How can I do all of those things regularly? And that's a mindset that I have to practice and the Lord reminds me of, but it was born out of some other issues that I wanted. I felt God wanted me to work through. So just noticing what's there and what God may be prompting in our heart is huge. Of course, we always want to make change that's based on what God has for us, because that is the goal for our lives is really to do what he has for us. That's our best goal, 
our plans, as you know, don't always work out and may not be the best, but his goals and his plans for us, that's ultimately behind everything that happens. So if we can figure that out and to listen to that as much as humanly possible, it's not this pressure to, to get it right, but just to begin to sense what could God be wanting me to do and approaching all of it with curiosity. Are you feeling exhausted and you need to rediscover hope after a tough season? I get it. And listen, I want to help you create a plan to be more energized and joyful in the coming year. Join me for my goal planning workshop. In one and a half hours, we'll not only help you make a specific plan for change, but we'll celebrate your wins and we'll help you discover a fresh vision for your life. The workshop includes a guided teaching experience with me, a retreat notebook with powerful scriptures, insightful exercises and meaningful prayers, plus other fun surprises to make the experience joyful and life-giving. Best of all, it's an on-demand workshop, meaning that you can attend whenever you want, and you can go through the workshop year after year, anytime you need to set goals and get new perspective. I can't wait to help you find clarity, renewal, and a new passion to love God and enjoy your life. Join me now for the goal-setting workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. That's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash G-O-A-L. I'll see you there. So we've looked back at what was, we've looked around at what is, and now we're going to look ahead. We're going to look at what could be. This is so fun. This is the freeing part of all of this because we've, we've done the the mental work of all of looking around and seeing, okay, here's what could change. And then seeing what happened in the past, but now what is it that God could do? And then I have gotten, it's gotten easier for me to do this over the years, I have to say, because before we, we talked about in in episode 144 about having a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And I had a fixed mindset for a very long time. Like I just should have gotten it. I just should have figured it out. Why didn't I just have the ability to do it? Why do I have to keep trying? Why do I have to keep perfecting? Or if I see something that's really hard and scary out there, it was like, I don't want to do that because what if I fail that, you know, that could be very scary. So it had kept me from maybe trying some things that were scary or or doing something in a different way. And yet when we get to this part, if we can free ourselves from that, if we can operate from that standpoint of I am loved, I am enough, and God is going to take care of me. And if he leads me towards this, it's going to be enough. I'm going to be able to do this. We can just step into a a safe space and an in-between space where we're just dreaming. We're just imagining of what could be, what could God do in this? doesn't mean that he is going to do it right now or tomorrow, but what are some of the desires of my heart that he has awakened in me? And how can I dream about those? Because no matter what, at the end of the day, we are not going to accomplish anything without first dreaming. We have to first imagine what could be and doing that from that safe space of it's not going to define me. It's not going to determine if I'm a success or not. It's just, it's just something that God may want to manifest in me or bring into my life. So we do a practice called a dream bank inside of the goal setting strategy where we make ideas. We, we just list ideas of what could be in each of these different categories of life. And we spend time just getting it all out. And this is such a fun process because I, every time I do this process, I find out new things about myself. I think, oh, wow, I'd forgotten that that was something that was important to me or that I wanted to try or explore or discover. And then sometimes God is, is bringing up something else that I think, oh, wow, that's new. I've never seen that before. And I can see though, how it's grown out of this other thing that I tried. And so 
just putting it out there, not putting the pressure on yourself that you have to accomplish all these things. That's not the point of it. It's just to see what's there. It's just really freeing and really fun. So once we've done that, we look at that dream bank and we can begin to narrow down. All right. Is there one or maybe two, but really, really a small amount of those dreams or those goals or those things that we want to we want to bring in, we want to welcome in, we want to try, experiment with not having that, that heaviness of I have to do this and it needs to be figured out instantly, but just saying, what if around it? Like, what would be the very first thing that I would have to do? Okay. Well, what would that look like? And, and maybe I could just begin experimenting with that and, and doing that. So looking at what those one or two things could be. And obviously this is done with an attitude of prayer And then we begin to prepare ourselves mentally for what that would be in order to make it happen. So yes, physically, which we'll talk about in a second, what physical tools will I need? Things like that. But mentally, what can I do to make this dream, this goal, this vision or whatever, what can I do to make this light and fun? What can I do to loosen up my expectations about what it has to be to be successful, right? What can I do to just celebrate a small win towards it? And how can I even begin to welcome in a thing along with it, if it feels kind of heavy to make it more fun. So a classic example of this is, um, this bundling this called temptation bundling that I learned from a behavioral scientist called Katie Milkman in her book, how to change. She talks about how we can take those new habits that we're trying to create, like say to work out And we can bundle it with something that is fun to make it more enjoyable and more likely for us to do it. So I don't want to go into much into it here because we're going to talk about that in the next episode of part three, the conclusion of the series, we're going to identify some brain habits, brain hacks that you can use in order to cultivate new habits. But this is, is part of that, making it fun, making it light, making it easy. And so are there mindsets that are getting in the way, like makes it feel scary, just addressing those right now, seeing what we can do to work through them. And so that's the mental side of what could be. And then preparing ourselves physically would be, yes, what physical tools will I need? Will I need to get a certain tool? Will I need to sign up for a class? Will I need to talk to this certain person? Will I just need to put it on my calendar? I mean, whatever it is, what's the first step I need to take to get started? What other steps do I need to take? And I commit to make this first step by blank, or maybe I need, I have an accountability person that I commit to make this step with. So these are the three steps that I love to lead ladies through. Again, it's, it's a process that I personally take several times a year for myself to see and ask God, what is next in my life? So this is a perfect process. If you feel like you have no idea what God may be calling you to do in this next season or this next year, or if you feel like I kind of have some ideas or I have one or two things in mind specifically, and I would love to be able to just be able to set myself up for success and, and clarify what that is so that I know what, how to, how to do it right and how to, how to get the most out of it. Right. So this is a great little workshop. I would love for you to be a part of it. You can find out more at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal dash setting dash workshop. Again, it is not at a specific time. You can sign up for it whenever it works for you. And it is an on-demand workshop. So like you would with Netflix or anything else, you can watch it when you need to, you can watch it over and over if you need to. In fact, I would recommend you do it several times a year. And there is specific workbook that goes along with it that guides you through the process. And you're going to get a lot out of it. And this short little investment in yourself, so, so much can come out of moving forward with confidence 
I want you to make goals that you know are going to not just be helpful, but that can be set up from a 360 perspective, right? That's not just, I have, I'm going to do this next and then this, but I've looked at where I've been. I've looked at where I'm at now, what I need and what worked in the past. And and this is what I feel God calling me to do. So I hope that you can join me for the workshop. I would love to have you inside. All right. We are going to continue and finalize our discussion on new year's on goal setting and specifically talking about habits, the brain hacks to make it happen in our next episode. I will see you then next week. Thanks for joining me today. Please go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash podcast, scroll down, and then click on this episode to get the full show notes and more info on the resources that we talked about. And if you love this episode, please leave us a five-star rating and review in your favorite podcast player. I look forward to seeing you back here for next week's episode.